That's the Barack Obama we need to see right now. In a word, would you describe yourself as a socialist? Well. We have 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I'm a heterosexual. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, I'm, Six, I'm, I'm overweight. Five, four, I'm, uh, Michael Moore here on Democracy <laughs> Now! I'm Amy Goodman with Juan Gonzalez. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Adjust your dial. What you're about to hear next is a lot louder. Hand off his box, a box of chocolates. Would I know to stay away? What's said? Hand off his box, a box of chocolates. Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food every Thursday evening at 6.30. Other times of the week it's about uh, ball-peen hammers and such. But right now, food is the focus. This show is going to be full of tall trees and um, I don't know what else. But let's start with some music. We have just enjoyed that special three-day holiday we knew as summer. Boy, those were some hot days, those three days. But now it's, win- it's, it's winter. It's, 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 uh, it's time to play some music. It's time to get the squirrels and the rabbits out of my garden. Don't touch my tomato. <laughs> Please don't touch me tomato. Touch me yummy pumpkin potato. For goodness sake, don't touch me tomato. Touch me this, you touch me that. Touch me everything I've got. Touch me plum and me apple too. Here's one thing you just can't do. All you do is feel them, feel them. Ain't you tired of the feel them, feel them? All you do is squeeze them, squeeze them. Man, ain't you tired of the squeeze them, squeeze them? Please, mister, don't touch me tomato. Please don't you touch me tomato. Touch me yummy pumpkin potato. For goodness sake, don't touch me tomato. Take advice from me The more you look, the less you see If you just must have your way Double the price you've got to pay All you do is feel them, feel them Ain't you tired of the feel them, feel them All you do is squeeze them, squeeze them Man, ain't you tired of the squeeze them, squeeze them Please, miss, but don't touch me, tomato Please don't you touch me, tomato Touch me, yummy pumpkin potato For goodness sake, don't touch me, tomato You're hard like a coconut Nuts are nuts, but nothing but Before the temperature is shaking hot Man, make up your mind just what is what All you do is feel them, feel 
And I mean that, too. I really mean it. That was from an album called Calypso. It is on the Putumayo label, and it is a song by George Simonette from the Bahamas that is Don't Touch Me Tomato. And that's a warning. I already said that to you rabbits and squirrels out there. Well, here's some more squirrel news here for our Ann Arbor squirrel listeners. We have many of them running around the city, but this is a warning to you. Be careful. This is from the Associated Press. Food shortage blamed for West Virginia squirrel deaths. Big numbers of squashed squirrels are piling up along West Virginia roads. Isn't that just what you wanted to hear? Where a statewide nut shortage has the critters searching for food and often finding speeding vehicles instead. This is mighty fine writing. While squirrel roadkill is as much a part of autumn as college football. This is very, very inspiring. State Division of Natural Resources official Paul Johansson says the death toll is unusually high this year. The supply of acorns, other nuts, and berries is at a 40-year low, and experts say that's forcing squirrels to move about more in search of food. The phenomenon apparently hasn't spread to surrounding states such as Ohio and Maryland, which are reporting fewer squirrel deaths and better nut crops. Chicago-based Project Squirrels' Steve Sullivan says gray squirrels range so far they once were considered a migratory species. So be careful out there. This is, to trans- this is the translation of the previous article for you squirrel listeners out there. It's a lot shorter in squirrel language. Now, speaking of which, speaking of things that make a lot of sense, this is an important piece of news here. Have you ever thought of uses for hand sanitizer? I mean, how can you use it other than sanitize your hands? Well, of course, if you're in a Brit- British prison, this is important from the Associated Press. A British prison says a bunch of inmates have been caught with their hands clean using hand sanitizing gel to get drunk. Mm-mm. Peter McParlin of the Prison of, of, of the Prison Officers Association says inmates were using it to make illicit alcohol. The gel had been distributed around the prison to stop the spread of the swine flu virus. McParlin says that giving inmates access to a gel with an alcohol content was unwise. The prison has now banned inmates from using it. McParlin said the use of illicit concoctions were made by mixing alcohol with fruit, water, and sugar. Mm. The claims of prison boozing follow reports of bare-knuckle boxing for money at the facility, the Verne Prison in Dorset in southwest England. Look what happens when you use hand sanitizing gel as a booze. What do you get? Bare-knuckle boxing, and there you go. It's a lot of lessons today. Don't have a nut shortage, don't be a squirrel, and don't get into bare-knuckle boxing at a British prison with hand sanitizing gel. Well, on that note, we're going to go to this album I found in Council Bluffs, Iowa. I'd like to take a moment, and in just a moment, to introduce you to a fellow who works at Council Bluffs, Iowa's Canesville Collectibles, a store with one million records. I spoke a little about that last week, but not completely enough, because I didn't get all the million records in the studio here, but now they're all in the studio. I bought the whole store and brought them down to the studio here. This is from an album called Twist in the Freelock. Freelock is a Yiddish expression that means happy or cheerful, and that's what we're all about here. This is from the album Twist in the Freelock. It says here, to make every party a ball. And wouldn't you like to go to a party where Hava Nagila sounds like this? 
Ah, yes. Hava Nagila. That is performed by an artist on the album that just fell at my feet. Hold on. Here it comes. Hold on for a second. Okay, that is by that is by Luke Clayman and his orchestra. Got a call from a fellow who mentioned that it is actually Freilach, so I will pronounce it correctly from now on. Thank you for that call. Twist in the Freilach is the album. I found that at Canesville Collectibles in Council Bluffs, Iowa. And that is a place with one million records. And I talked to a fellow behind the counter, and it was fun to talk to him, a man with a ready laugh, and i like you to hear him too. Well, we've been in this particular building about 24 years altogether. About We've been uh, selling records about 34 years. And we've got over a million records now, and probably about 50,000 comics, and, and a little miscellaneous, a little bit of everything. <laughs> So how do you handle a million records? I guess you can fit them, but how do you mentally handle them? Well, we have everything in its uh, location. Every the uh, like rock is alphabetized by artists, and and as long as somebody doesn't move them where they're out of where they're supposed to be, why we know right where to go and look okay. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are some of the best records you you can remember finding, or is that hard because there there's a million of them? Oh, there's a ton of them. Probably the most on a record that we ever made, we had uh, one of the uh, Beatle uh, Butcher covers, and I think it got like seven $800 out of that. But that's probably the most expensive record we sold. We've got some, though, anywhere from, uh, we got them anywhere from a dollar up to probably about three or $400 on LPs. And we've got a few hundred dollar 45s also. And stuff just uh, the old rockabilly and stuff on the 45s they're worth quite a little bit of money so but uh, yeah it it's a good business you got your up days and down days but uh, overall it's keeps us going anyway yeah. <laughs> we're the biggest in this area right here so I bet with a million records yeah. you got to be one of the biggest uh, in the country yeah pretty much so uh, there's uh, the amoeba out in California they got probably a few million out there and then i think there's a place up in chicago too that's got quite a few records but okay. but in this uh, midwest right in through here we're we're the biggest here <laughs> <laughs> any other thoughts oh i don't know uh we got a lot of good customers and we actually like i was telling you earlier we get a guy from up there in wisconsin that comes down about every three or four months and looks uh, gets uh, 78 records and stuff and so we get them from all over the country. We mail all over the world. And we get a lot of Japanese. And uh, there's a couple guys from Greece that comes over, and they'll buy like 10,000 records at a time and stuff. And, uh, and uh, of course, they, they usually pay for the shipping. One time we had to, we, uh, some guys from Italy came over, and it caused, they wanted to go by boat. So it cost them, uh, I mean, they wanted to air, air freight it. And it cost them over $1,000 just for freighting the records that they got over there. So <laughs> it can add up real quick, especially if you fly them out. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we mail all over uh, Russia and Germany, England, Japan. We even had a guy from China we uh, sent some records to here a while back. So, yeah, all over the world. Yeah. And uh, what are some of your favorite uh, folks musically? Is that also hard to pin down in a store yeah. with a million things? I'm mostly, myself, I like the old 50s and early 60s rock and, and country and stuff. Uh, uh, I like uh, Marty Robbins, which is country, is probably my favorite. And, and uh, rock is probably, I like Fats Domino, is probably my favorite in the rock section. But 
I like anything old. I always, I know I shouldn't say this, but I always said the Beatles came along and ruined music. So. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's, way, that's what makes cha music change. You know, every generation's got their music. And so and that's what makes the world go around, too, if everybody liked the same music, why there wouldn't be so many records, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Cliff, so much. Oh, thank you for coming. You come back and see us again. We'll do. Okay, yeah, thanks. Thank <laughs> that that was Cliff there from Canesville Collectibles in Council Bluffs, Iowa. And we were listening to Cliff talking about that. And right now we're listening to a little bit of that record again called Twist in the Freilach. And this is a cut from that. It's beautiful, isn't it? Another cut now from Canesville Collectibles that I bought. This, I think, is a piece of authentic, authentic, um, it's authentic. This is Oscar Caput, which is authentic, and sugar on the applesauce. Achtung, everybody ready? Girls? Yeah. Boys? Yeah. Moon above? Yeah, yeah. Let's enjoy the fun of love. Yeah, yeah, little star sugar on the apple Is that Snake thy lover boy? Yeah, that's yes, thy lover boy. He appears at every dance looking for a new romance. Yeah, yeah, little star sugar on the apple Is that Snake thy pretty miss? Yeah, that's yes, thy pretty miss. When he sees a miss like this, lover boy will steal a kiss. Yeah, yeah, leave a spot, sugar on the apple sauce. Is the snake done slap in the face? Yeah, that is done slap in the face. She asks him for his embrace, then she puts him in his place. Yeah, yeah, leave a spot, sugar on the apple sauce. Is the snake done marry me? Yeah, that is done marry me. Just because she will not pet, now he wants what he can't get. Lover boy, pretty miss, moonlight dance. Though he played it fast and loose, she knows how to cook his goose. Yeah, yeah, leave a sugar on the apple Come to the wedding, come to the ball, Papa's paying for it all. We got a wedding tune to play, now musicians sound your way. Is das nicht ein piccolo? Yeah, that's it, I'm big, Is that's it, I'm big, bassoon? Yeah, that's it, I'm big, bassoon. Is that's it, I'm squeezing box? Yeah, that's it, I'm squeezing box. Now to play the wedding song while we dance the whole night long. When we're out, we want in, so we've got to lose to win. Yeah, yeah, leave a spot, sugar on the applesauce. That is an authentic piece of folk music. That's all we bring you on WCBN. That is by Oscar Caput mit Otto Hans und his band. That's exactly how it reads. And it's sugar on the applesauce. It's on the Mercury label. Of course it would be. 
This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike, and there's not much can really be done about that. But in 10 minutes, you will have a chance to face the music with Arwolf. Now, earlier we talked about a group of prisoners in Britain who used hand sanitizer lotion to get drunk. And while we're at it, though, how about some candy cigarettes while you're on that kind of high? Well, the bad news is, maybe, the AP says the new federal ban on flavored cigarettes has taken effect. The ban is one of the first—this isn't candy cigarettes, so what am I saying? Actually, wait, here we go. The ban is one of the first visible effects of a new law giving the FDA wide-ranging authority to regulate the tobacco industry. It includes cigarettes with candy, fruit, and clove flavors. Officials say flavored cigarettes are a gateway to smoking for young people. Studies cited by the FDA have shown that 17-year-old smokers are three times as likely to use flavored cigarettes as smokers over the age of 25. In June, President Barack Obama signed the law that allows the FDA to regulate tobacco that cannot ban nicotine or tobacco outright. So let me rephrase what I said earlier. If you're going to use hand sanitizer lotion to get drunk, you might as well take candy cigarettes while you're at it. Actual bona fide fake candy cigarettes made of candy. That's what I'm trying to say. I think we need a tea party right now, don't you? 150 eventful years have passed. A new spirit of restlessness grips the 13 English colonies, smarting from what seems to them injustice at the hands of King George III. The American colonists yearn for liberty. Boston Harbor, 1774. Two figures huddle on the deck of a cargo ship there in the darkness. Whoops. Jeez, Charlie, you knocked that whole load of tea in the water there. Well, I miscalculated with the block and tackle, that's yeah, all. well, I mean, you blew it. You missed the whole deck there. Yeah, well, maybe nobody will notice. Well, what do you mean? There's tea floating all over the place. I mean, how can I go and demand an hourly increase for you guys? Yeah, with yeah, well, fringe, I, I, No, I, with uh, fringe benefits and yeah. all that, if... My men keep knocking stuff overboard. Well, I, I, I'm sorry. Sorry doesn't uh, do any good, Charlie. Now, I'll cover for you this time, but let's get our story straight. Good, okay? good, good, good. Now, uh, a bunch of those Patriot guys came sneaking around dressed up in... Uh, uh, how, how about in Indian suits? That's good. In Indian suits. Good. Uh, they were a little loaded, and uh, they shoved the tea over because they were sore about the tea tax, okay? O okay. You think anybody will swallow that? Well, it's just wild enough, Charlie. Uh -huh. Gee, look at it swirling around down there. I, I wonder where we could find a fortune teller that leads harbors. Sounds convincing to me. That is Stan Freeberg, and that is from the album Presenting the United States of America. He presents the entire country on one album. It's, it's quite a feat. And that was the Boston Tea Party. That's how it really happened. Speaking of tall tales, now, I found another record at Canesville Collectibles in Council Bluffs, Iowa. This will be my last show on that. I'm not going to spend the next year on this, although I'm very tempted. Maybe I will. Nonetheless, when Short People by Randy Newman came out, apparently it offended some people, not realizing that his song there was ironical. And so, on the Gusto record label came this beauty called Tall People by the Short People. And I've been trying to spend the next few hours trying to... I've try been trying to spend the next few hours in the past trying to figure out how to make this a food song. Well, 
Just listen first, and we'll get to that in a moment. That is Tall People by the Short People. And after a record like that, there's nowhere to go but up. Nowhere to go but up! <laughs> eh. Okay, let's just end this with a little bit of dignity, or at least some semblance of that. What is the largest fruit tree in the world talking about tall things that are even more worthy than that record? The Banyan fig tree is the largest fruit tree. That's according to Answers.com. It is an unusually shaped tree, says the Britannia Concise Encyclopedia, of the fig genus in the mulberry family native to tropical Asia. Aerial roots that develop from its branches descend and take root in the soil to become new trunks. The banyan reaches a height of up to 100 feet and spreads laterally indefinitely. One tree may in time assume the appearance of a very dense thicket as a result of the tangle of roots and trunks. Buddha is believed to have achieved enlightenment in India while meditating under a banyan tree of the species sacred fig. In many stories of Philippine mythology, the banyan is said to be home to a variety of spirits and demon-like creatures. Several banyans can be found in near downtown Hilo, Hawaii. Some of them were planted by celebrities throughout the 20th century and form the banyan drive. The first banyan tree in the U.S. was planted by Thomas Edison in Fort Myers, Florida, it was given to Edison by who else? Harvey Firestone. After Firestone visited India in 1925, it was planted in the Edison and Ford Winter Estates. The tree was originally only four feet tall and now covers 400 feet. Well, that tall people song had a bunch of uh, patriotic stuff in there, patriotic moments there. So did the Tea Party story there. 
aren't you proud to be from this great country where, well, no, I guess we can't probably use gel from hand sanitizers to drink booze. That's what they do in England. But, yeah, we're rebelling in that. From we're rebel- It's almost 7 o'clock. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and the ideas are now falling out of my head. I'd better go catch them and leave you with a song here. Happy Autumn. This is a song called Linstead Market. This poor fellow's not having a whole lot of luck selling his wares, but hopefully you'll go to a farmer's market and find some good wares at a farmer's market there. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox again. You're listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. This is Lord Composer and Linstead Market. Lord, not a light, not a bite. What a Saturday night. Oh, Lord, what a light, not a bite. What a Saturday night. Say, do me, mommy, no beat me, kill me, sick, a merry go round. Do me, mommy, no beat me, kill me, sick, a merry go round. Say, Lord, what a light, not a bite. What a Saturday night. Oh, Lord, what a light, not a bite. What a Saturday night. I say, soldier, sailor, come feel up, feel up, not a quatty what sell. Soldier, sailor, come feel up, feel up, not a quatty what sell. Lord, what a light, not a bite. What a Saturday night. Lord, what a light, not a bite. What a Saturday night. Time to tight, we got tie up somebody. Well, that's better. It's 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 megahertz. Experimental radio from the University of Michigan run by students with lots of help from regular working stiffs. Face the Music will now open this evening with a selection by the Isham Jones Orchestra.